You're listening to the All The Things Podcast, and I'm your host, Sophia Merlo. Each week, you can expect tips and tricks from beauty to business experts or from myself as I navigate life as a young woman in her 20s. Every episode is chocked full of value, tangible advice, while still sprinkling in relatable stories and keeping things real with my guests and you listening. Be sure to subscribe and tune in every Thursday so you don't miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the All The Things podcast. If this is your very first episode, welcome to the club and thank you for joining. We're truly so glad you're here. My name is Sophia Merlo, and you can think of me as your new internet best friend who is always down to talk about health, wellness, entrepreneurship, and of course, navigating life as a young adult because let me tell you, it is not easy. If you're wanting to know how to romanticize your life and add more joy, learn celebrity hair secrets for maintaining healthy, shiny hair, tangible ways to better balance your nutrition and optimize your health and blood sugar, or how to build a business from the ground up to having a client list that includes the one and only Sophia Ritchie, then stick around because those are all real episodes that you'll have to scroll back and check out. Now, before we dive into today's episode, a couple housekeeping things. If you haven't done so already, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss a new episode every single Thursday. Also, I would truly love you if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. For more content, tips, and laughs, make sure you're caught up with us on all of the socials, and that is at all the things that pod on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, and YouTube. Our website is at allthethingstheblog.com, or send us an email if you want to get in touch, and that is at allthethingstheblog at gmail.com. Now on to this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Thank you, as always, for listening to the All The Things podcast. I'm coming straight to you, not live by the time you listen to this, but I am recording in Mexico, and when this episode goes live, I will also be in Mexico on vacation. So normally the last Thursday of the month is our community Q&A episode, but the questions that I received revolved a lot around my yoga and spin training, which I love, but I thought it would be more timely and maybe more, not efficient, but more value to everyone listening to do this episode. And it's very prevalent in my life right now because I'm living by these five things. So these are five ways to help you stay fit and healthy on vacation while still enjoying yourself, enjoying time to relax, things that have helped me over the years. If you've been a listener for a long time now, you know that we've been on a journey together with the podcast, but also myself with health, fitness, nutrition. I've seen every end of the spectrum. I've experienced every end of the spectrum from being bullied for not being fit in my early youth to being too fit, too thin, and everything in between. And one of the main reasons why I started this podcast was for other young women and young people to not go through the same things I did. So now that I'm in a place where I feel honestly really balanced, really healthy, I think I'm truly the fittest I've ever been in my life in terms of strength, cardio, and mobility and mindset. These are the things that help me on vacation to still hit my goals while having downtime and enjoying myself. My first tip is to not go into an all or nothing mindset when on vacation. I know it's 
practiced and preached by a lot of marketing, by a lot of people in the fitness industry, by a lot of brands to shred down for a vacation so that you can stuff your face, pig out, drink all the drinks, not move at all, and go completely 180 from any way you've been living before and you can gain a bunch of weight all on vacation because you've lost it all beforehand. No, to me, that's not balance. That's not enjoying myself. That is just restricting and binging. That's not something that we want to promote here. And that's not what I think the goal should be on vacation. So getting in that mindset beforehand, of course, you can enjoy yourself, maybe things that you don't always have day-to-day life you have on vacation or you have a little bit more, but not this mindset of I can't have any of it or I have to have all of it, whatever that means to you, whether it's alcohol, treats, other substances. So I think before you even get into that vacation mode, being honest with yourself, taking a moment, do I have these tendencies? Am I experiencing that way of thinking that all or nothing? And then once you're on vacation in a state of relaxation, anything around that realm, being really honest and asking yourself, is this because I just want to treat, I want to enjoy myself, or am I getting into an unhealthy state of mind? If you have trouble identifying when you're getting into this frame of mind, and then by the time you realize you've already binged on, again, whatever substance, here are some cues that help me. So in the case of food, I ask myself, one, am I hungry? Again, A lot of times we want something, especially if it's like a sweet treat, as you know, I'm really about the sweet treats right now, but I count other things as sweet treats, just little things that enjoy. But say you are relatively full, but then dessert comes out. Does that mean you have to say no to dessert? No, it does not. But if you were restricting yourself before vacation and then this opportunity arises, it can really set you up for that all or nothing as in, well, I haven't had it for a long time. If I don't have it now, I won't have it ever again or for a long time again. No, you're going to have plenty of opportunities to eat yummy, delicious food today, the next day, on vacation, after vacation. If you don't have something now, that doesn't mean you will never have it again. You don't have to have everything in that moment just because it's present to you right then and there. For me, I really did feel like at times, and I'm talking five plus years ago, if something was present to me, I'd be like, well, I better eat it now and have as much as I possibly can because then I won't have it for another year. Now, I've realized that that is not true. That's not a way to live. That's not balance. But those moments can occur. So really questioning that belief and knowing that whatever is present to you now, there is an abundance of it. You can tune into your body. If you say no to something now, that doesn't mean you can't say yes to it later when you will actually enjoy it more. A hot tip here is to actually incorporate how you explore the place you are with working out. So say there is some gorgeous view that you're able to hike with a tour, book that tour. So then you're still moving your body hiking, but it's part of the things you want to do, part of your activity in a sense of exercise, but also in a sense of being a tourist and enjoying the place you're at. It's like a two for one. You don't have to take time out of your day and separate exercise, working out from enjoying yourself and exploring where you are. See the opportunities where you can actually combine them. And then I feel like you just appreciate working out more because you don't have any resentment towards taking time out of your day. And you get to maybe explore opportunities and say yes to things that maybe you wouldn't have before. 
Tip number two is to be creative about the way you work out on vacation. So I definitely, when I'm looking for a place to stay, look for a gym in the building, if it's a hotel or Airbnb or the places around there that I can work out. But now I become a lot less rigid about what that looks like. And I actually love my own home workouts. So Just because there isn't a gym where you are doesn't mean that you don't have to work out at all. You can be creative. Or say you're somewhere like Europe where you're walking 30,000 plus steps a day and a lot of them are upstairs or uphill. That can count as exercise because it is. You don't have to have this rigid view on how you work out, how you move your body. The important thing is that you still move your body while on vacation and more than ever, take advantage of the opportunities around you. Maybe there's a new sport that's local to the area, maybe pickleball, for example. I feel like just that's an easy one for all of us to conceptualize. That can be your workout for the day on vacation. You're still moving your body, getting that heart rate elevated, and doing something that is fun. It doesn't have to be going, taking two hours out of your day on vacation, going to the hotel gym, and making a workout. That might work for you, and at times that has definitely worked for me and what I wanted, but you have so much creativity and flexibility in the way you move your body, and really explore that and lean into it when you are on vacation. A little bit counterintuitive to that is tip number three, and that is to be prepared. Vacation looks so different from every single person, every single type of vacation. So I always pack a few things in my bag that is a must for me so that no matter if shit hits the fan, something goes wrong, I know I can still move my body, feel good with these few things. So the first thing I bring is my yoga mat. I understand if you're on a backpacking type of trip, that might not be possible. Be Half Moon makes a travel mat that is great. It's lighter and thinner, so it's easier to pack in smaller bags if that's really important to you. But I do take my yoga mat. I do use the Be Half Moon. They used to be Be Yoga, the everyday mat. I love it. That is a must for me. I also take my ankle weights and bands. I can get such a killer workout if I just have those few things. Even if I just have my mat or one of those things, I'm at a point now with yoga and my fitness training that I know how to move my body so I can target every muscle. I can get my heart rate elevated. I can still get a good stretch. And within as little as 20 minutes, I can get a solid workout in wherever I am if I have those things. So this definitely takes time. I've been in the fitness industry. Honestly, I feel like since I was 15, if not younger, I became passionate about health and fitness. When I was in grade two, I can think of the exact moment a light bulb went off for me. And now having a few certifications and teaching once again, I feel like it's so present in my life. It's something that I think about and work on every single day. But being prepared in terms of equipment, those are the things that are a must for me and in terms of comforts. So I am that girl. I am that person that brings supplements with me wherever I go. The first thing I bring is my AG1. It is so easy and it honestly, it deserves the hype. It's the best tasting green drink I've ever had in my life. I 
truly look forward to it each and every single morning. And I've been taking it for a little under two months now, and I notice the benefits. My skin is great. My gut has improved. I just feel good. And knowing that on vacation, like I said, even if I am living in balance and being mindful of things, I still probably don't eat as well as I normally do, again, depending on the vacation, but I say yes to things. I'm trying new foods. I'm trying different cuisines. So having my AG1 with me and I have the travel pack, so it makes it so easy, even if you do just do carry on. I have that reassurance that I have all the vitamins I needed that day. I'm okay. I have everything I need and I just feel good after that. Something else I do is I take little packets of oatmeal. I love the Nature's Path Kia. I've been having that pretty consistently, again, since I was 14 or 15. I go on spurts, but I love it. And I always take a few with me because then I know if something happens with travel, I've been at the airport where you're just stranded for hours on end. All you need is a cup of hot water. You put in the Kia oatmeal. It has chia seeds, pumpkin seeds, other good things. It's quite filling and I'm good to go. I have a meal. Now, something else that I pack with me and that I try not to have every single day, but sometimes when you're in a rush, you just need is a protein bar. So my go-tos are the grenade ones. The ingredients aren't, or again, it's artificial, it's a packaged product, but they're not horrible ingredients, especially if you're in a pinch when you're traveling, if your plane gets delayed, if you're stuck on the tarmac and you're just starving, you need something. It's nice to have something in your bag that stays that you can eat and feel at least a little bit satisfied after. So I like the Grenade brand and Quest is normally my go-tos. If you have brands that you, oh, what am I saying? Also RX. I always have RX bars with me too. I can't believe I missed that. I feel like that's just a given now if you've been following the podcast that I always have an RX bar on me. What else in terms of food? I feel like personally, I like having a bag of nuts, almonds, but just be careful if people you're traveling with have allergies. I feel like that's a bit more high risk, but that's something that I like to have, especially in my hotel room or things to snack on at night. They're quite filling and they're just plain ingredients. It's one ingredient, almonds. That's my go-to option, but maybe cashews, peanuts, pistachios, whatever you like. Something that you know, if you get hungry, you won't get hangry, balance out your blood sugar. It won't make you feel awful the next hour or the next day. And it actually fills you up a little bit in between all these things. My next tip is to lean into the fact that you're on vacation. For me, everything gets out of whack. I cannot lose any weight. My skin breaks out. I feel bloated. I feel tired. I feel sluggish when I am very stressed out. And I have a lot on my plate. So it's kind of easy for something to go wrong and for me to feel stress. So when I'm on vacation, this is actually something, it sounds a bit silly, but I've really have been working on in therapy is how to relax and how to not feel anxious during those times when I can relax because typically I'm like, well, I have more time right now so I can work on all these other things that I want to get to but don't have time to do, but then I'm still actually working. I'm not relaxing, but in order for you to get back feeling recharged, feeling refreshed, and be your best self once you get back to reality, you need that time to relax. So what I have done this trip is honestly making sure everything I needed to do beforehand was set up and I picked one day to do some work so that I don't start to feel the anxiety set in upon my return. So halfway through my vacation, I went through my content, see what I needed to get, made a couple playlists, 
planned out a class, checked my emails, made sure the box got low from 100, because I know it's going to be stressful that first week back, but at least I've done everything in my power beforehand and allotted some time during my vacation to keep everything at ease, at bay in terms of work. And when I say work, that's my nine to five. That's this, the podcast. It is a full-time job and teaching. After that, I've leaned into vacation, baby. I do not set an alarm. Naturally, I wake up around 7, 7.30 this time. So that's about 6, 6.30 Vancouver time. But here too, it's so easy to wake up with the sun and go to bed when it sets and be on a true circadian rhythm. I That's one of my favorite things about where I stay is that it's such a simple way of being and living and it's a lot of fun. But you wake up and go to bed with the sun, and I just sleep so well here. When I'm relaxed too, prioritizing my sleep. This goes hand in hand. I feel like they could have been separate points, but to me, it's all the same thing. Focusing on my sleep and having this time to relax. So I've been bad, but one thing I wanted to do was get rid of screen time before bed, because once it's dark, it's so easy to just nod off and go to sleep. But really sleeping through the night, allowing myself to rest during the day, not feeling like I have to do a million different things. Like I said, I still get my exercise in, beach walks, there's amazing hikes here, I've been doing my home workouts, but not feeling stressed that I need to do all three of those every single day. If I feel like just sitting down, reading, painting, chilling on the sand, I do it because I'm on vacation. It's only a short little while. Pretty soon I'll be back to my typical grind and I need this downtime and so do you before you can get back to it. Otherwise, you're just going to have a bit of resentment for yourself. You're going to come back not feeling apprenticed and probably have some regrets about how you spent your time and how much downtime you actually enjoyed. And for my final tip, just stay with me here, okay? I'm not a nutritionist, dietitian. This is just personal practice things that I do that help me stay fit on vacation and things that I've learned over the years from professionals and through my different types of training. This is not nutrition advice. This is what I do. But the final thing I do do while on vacation to stay fit is prioritize protein in my meals. So if you're somewhere new and there is a ton of different cuisine, you want to go out, try new restaurants, totally get it. That's a huge part of the fun of actually going on vacation. But what I do is definitely prioritize protein in all my meals. So if you're a vegetarian, vegan, there's different sources of protein. It doesn't have to be just the things I'm about to list. This is what I do and what works for my body and my personal preference. So I always make sure that I have some source of protein in every meal where I am. There's so much fresh fish. I'm truly so blessed to be here because I love fish. I get it. Not a lot of people do. But where I am, it's really easy to have a piece of fish pretty much in every single meal or have fresh organic eggs in the morning, make a smoothie, but it does satisfy that hunger. It keeps the muscle that you have or it helps keep the muscle you have. So maybe in a week, you're not going to lose muscle mass. Do not worry. But if you're gone for an extended period of time, it will help you keep the muscle you do have if you're not consistently doing some sort of weight training. And I feel like for me, it's really easy to just have what tastes good, but having protein also creates a well-rounded meal. It helps make sure that your blood sugar won't be spiking up and down throughout the day. It keeps you satisfied, gives you energy, and helps you stay on track with your health and fitness 
goals. So I know that this might sound annoying. It might be a bit bro sciencey, but honestly, prioritizing protein in every single your meals, and you can have fun with it. You can have different pieces of fish or poultry or meat that are native to wherever you're staying, but not readily available to where you live. So this can be such a fun, unique experience for you. But when you're making choices, especially if you're cooking in on vacation, making sure that maybe those meals are a bit higher so that when you go to a restaurant, you can truly have freedom in whatever you pick, knowing that throughout the day, you got what you needed in terms of a micro and macro nutrition lens. Now, I know this is a shorter episode, but honestly, these are the tips I have. I don't want to belabor it. I don't want it to seem like this big, complicated thing. You can go on vacation, go on holiday, enjoy yourself, still hit your fitness and health goals while enjoying yourself. This is what I do. This is what I've been doing the last few years. I looked back at photos of myself over the last couple of years. And honestly, this is the best I've looked over the last three years. This is the healthiest I've felt and been. And this is what I do. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be scary. These five simple tips are what I do to enjoy myself on vacation, feel rested, feel replenished, but also come back not being anxious about all the things I did, about being behind in the gym or any progress. This is what I really do, and I hope it brought you so much value. If you enjoyed this episode or you know someone that could enjoy this episode and receive value, please share it with them. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. Comment on our latest Instagram post, your favorite part of this episode, and I will talk to you soon.